Hey y'all, um, this is Forever 1221. Uh, I'm here with my lovely wife, um, Stephanie. Hello. <laughs> so um, basically what this um, podcast and just um, we're, we're also available on YouTube as well. Um, basically what this is for and what Forever 1221 stands for is creating oneness with Christ. Um, that same oneness, that same bondingness that you have in in a marriage um, where you have that relationship. And that's what we're here for is building that relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, the one were two and the two became one forever. So forever 1221 creating that when we were we were walking in sin. And we're walking the way that, you know, following the patterns of the world and all the lies from the enemy, from the devil. Um, we're walking with the world and we created that separation. And then we got connected to Jesus, which connects us to our Heavenly Father, which our Heavenly Father is God. Um, we believe in the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. We believe in um, all the wonderfulness and just amazingness of God. Um, but this podca podcast and um, YouTube is just all about um, bringing that oneness, bringing that connection, um, uplifting our brothers and sisters in Christ, um, helping people from different walks, people that may know Christ, may not know Christ. Um, no matter what background you come from, um, it's going to be for everybody. Um, Jesus, when he spoke, he didn't just go to the churches he didn't just go to um just the synagogue the synagogue um you know he went to the the, the broken the hurting people the people had leprosy the people that had diseases um just um the poor the people that were in prison so it's like um this isn't for like people that just got it all together um we all need mercy we've all sinned we've all fallen short and we all need the um that freedom that Christ um, brings. Um, so as we're going on forward, we're gonna be going on our testimonies. Um, basically just branching off, cause this is the introduction. So just branching off and just going on about our um, testimonies before we came to Christ, before like when we were, you know, attached to the world, attached to the lies of the enemy. Um, and then going into, um, you know, our our newfound faith in Christ, um, Jesus Christ being our Lord and Savior, and going on in that aspect. Um, do you want to start with, with your um, your testimony? Um, sure. Viv has some notes, so she's gonna um, she's gonna just read some things off her notes. It's easier for her that way. So, um, when I was fifteen, I was dating a controlling nineteen-year-old. Um, I lost my virginity to him, and um, I broke up with him for good when I was 18, um, and then after him, I felt like I needed to fill the void. A few years later, I got with a 24-year-old at the time and gave myself to him, moved in with him, and then we dated for a year. Within that year, he became very abusive, and we started fist fighting, and he made me sell my body for money. My best friend at the time 
kept telling me, you know, you need to leave him. And I was like, okay. So I left him and then I became a sex addict. And um, I would go and have sex with strangers, guys who was in relationships. I didn't care about anyone or anything. And then after that, I got with a guy and he, like I was with him for two weeks and then he broke up with me on August 13th of 2019. And then um, we had broken up uh, that day because he wanted to go back to his ex. And then I had called his mom to talk to his mom for a little while. And she persuaded me to come back. And so I came back and stayed there for two weeks. And then um, the guy finally came back to me. After that, um, about a week, week and a half to two weeks, we got married. And in the middle of all of this and everything, he, um, he was still, like, talking to her and all that. And I was really broken, but, um, then, uh, we were only married for three months out of the... Two, uh, two and a half years, um, and then, um, after that, I had went back to my sin, I started going back and having sex with people, didn't care who they were, um, didn't care who they were with, I didn't care about nothing, nada, like, anything. And then I got in a relationship with a 16-year-old. And um, he became very mentally abusive. <clears throat> and um, when we were together, I found out he was a meth addict. Um, after eight months, we broke it off. And I became a sex addict. Again, messing up relationships. Didn't care who I hurt. Um... Then I got with another guy. It was pretty good besides him hiding his phone and texting when I was not around. And when um, I would be like sleeping or I was doing something, not paying attention to him. And another thing that was totally wrong with it is we didn't have Jesus at all. But then... Um, after I found out he was hiding stuff, I started looking for another guy. While I was in the relationship, I was on dating websites. And then I found Richard. And, um, he helped me, um, come back to Christ. And, um, I started going to church with him and... We started off wrong, yes. Super wrong. Um, sorry, interrupting you a little bit. But um, just to bridge off that, um, as you can hear by um, Steph's testimony, um, the one thing that you'll see is constantly trying to fill a void. 
That only Jesus can fill. That only Jesus can fill. And that's that's often the story for many of us so many times is we get in these patterns of things and we just like, oh, no, this is just the way it is. Like, this is just something that we we can't be set free from. Um, And we try to fill and find our identity in our sins. So um, at the time when um, Steph got to me, she still had a lot of those things that she didn't heal with. She had a lot of trust issues. Um, Me, myself, you know, I was newfound believer had just came to um, Christ, um, and I'll you know I'm gonna go on into my testimony later in the episode. But um, when we first started um, our relationship, I was still you know struggling with lust and things of that nature. So even though I was still you know a believer, you know I believe Jesus died for my for my sins. You know it's still a journey when you when you start the process. Because when you start the process and you give your life to Christ, um, that's just the start. But as you surrender more and more of yourself to to God, um, and you give you give it all to Jesus, um, the Holy Spirit starts renewing you from the inside. So you're you're you know you're you're being changed into a totally new creation. And when I was still started, I still had things that were just lingering on that God was still working on me with. And, you know, in the beginning of our relationship, we fell into we fell into sexual sin. And um and you know, we fell into that shame of like, oh man, like, hey, I'm supposed to be following Christ. Like how could, you know, I'm looking at myself like how could I lead her down that path? And she didn't know because we when we started off, we're unlinkedly yoked. Like she knew of God because of her, you know, um your grandparents, you can you can elaborate on that a little bit. Um, well, when I was little, my, um, my mom gave me to my grandparents and then, um, we went to church, you know, every Sunday and, um, then my mom moved to, excuse me, moved to, um, Monticello, Florida to be with a guy she was with, um, and I, and then I started going every other weekend to church, and then every other weekend of every other weekend, <laughs> um, I went to my mom's, so I didn't get to go to church. Um, and like after that, I just totally quit going. So. And um, part of that was. Um... A lot of times when we start this walk with Christ or when we're younger or we're just getting introduced, um, all we're taught is just, hey, don't do this because of God or don't like it's almost you're, you're taught the fear of God, but not the relationship and actually understanding of who God is. All you know is like, oh, God doesn't want me to do this. But there's so much more because there's a why to that. And there's a relationship because like. Our, you know, God is the father. He's a, he created all things. Everything, everything that we have is because of God. He creates everything. So um, when when we're going through, you know, trying to find um, identity and everything else, like we're missing that relationship with our heavenly father. 
And that's that's what God is trying to bring to us. That's what God is trying to um, reconnect us with is with him. And he did that through Jesus, through his son, because his son came down and lived the perfect life that we could not live. He lived the life that we could not live and led led that example of like, okay, this is how you can walk. Because I put I put my spirit in flesh and wrapped it in flesh, wrapped the word of God in flesh and walked it out. So you guys can see how to bear with that, because if you Jesus took all those sins, took all those beatings, all those lashes for us to set us free. So we're no longer a slave to our desires, our passions, our angers, um, all the different things that cause us to stumble and cause others to stumble. Um, one thing um, that I'll have babe elaborate on a little bit more is the disconnect between her and her mom. Um, a lot of the things that we have are generational curses. Um, and a lot of the things that we carry are things that happened to us when we were younger. Um, the, the thing, her mom at a, you know, at a certain time in her life, um, would always put men before her child. And that eventually tripled down to Steph putting men in relationships above everything else around her, above her family sometimes, sometimes um, in all types of different situations. And you can elaborate on that a little bit more, babe. Um, well, when I was little, my mom, she would leave me crying in my grandparents' lap when she left. Um, she didn't care. All she wanted to be around was her person she was with at the time. And, um, then, um, like, whenever I got older, I, like, started noticing it more. Um, then she would, like, leave off with them, do whatever, you know. Um... And then, um, she was more of a best friend than a mom. She would rather, um, tell me about her sex life or something like that. And that, that's just how we always were. Um, and then, um, I finally, like, once I learned about Jesus and learned about, um, the marriage bed and stuff like that, you know, keeping it pure. I told her, you know, you're not supposed to do that. You know, you're not supposed to tell people about your sex life because that's between you and the person that you're with, which it should be her husband. But in the old times, they would look at it like if you have sex with that person, that's who you're married to. So I told her, you know, you're supposed to keep the marriage bed pure. You're not supposed to talk about it to anybody. It's just between you and your person, like I said. Um, and she was like, wow, I never knew that. And I was like, yeah, because you don't read the Bible. So, um, also, I wanted to elaborate on um, my dad a little bit, too. Um, he was in prison for from when I was four to when I was 12. Um he um he chose his um he was married to this one lady and um she told him it's either me or your daughter and he picked her and her kids over me 
it's all okay. Um, I forgive him. I forgive my mom. Um, and how does that set you free from, from like you being able to forgive them? Because I, I know in the beginning that wasn't an easy thing, but how has that set you free by forgiving them? Um, it just makes me feel more at peace. Uh, that's that's powerful right there um and that's one thing that jesus offers is that peace that just you know just goes over anything that we can comprehend anything that we can understand um the one thing that jesus says you know is forgive others as you know i as i have forgiven you um and we're always you know there to set mercy because that within that forgiveness within that mercy um we give that the opportunity for that person to heal and we set them free from us holding on hatred or bondage or anything towards that person um because all that ends up doing is affecting us where we're it builds up you know judgmental towards others because we're like oh well since people have done this to me everybody's like this so you're you know you're judging people before you even give them a chance like um just so much that it can triple out into so many different areas of our lives and um so that forgiveness sets us free and it also lets that person go of us keeping any records of wrongs towards them we're no longer looking at them like oh you're the person that did this no we're able to look at them as at them at that moment and love them where they're at and love them into what God has called them to be instead of looking at them like, oh, you did this. And it's like, um, and that's the thing, you know, God is love. Like without God, we wouldn't even know what love is. And he showed that. He showed that through his son. He showed that through just, just everything that he's provided us with, um, the air that we breathe in our bodies, um, the way that um, the trees grow, the, the sun rises, like everything. Um, we have everything that we need and God always provides that. And, um, so we just have to, you know, be able to see that. And you see that more when you start building that relationship with Jesus and getting to know who Jesus was, who Jesus is and understanding that, um, will set you free and be able to set those people free from those things because, Every person that hurts somebody has been experienced hurt for themselves. And if they don't heal that hurt, they just end up carrying it. Like Steph, for example, and her different when she was going from relationship to relationship and hurting people um, and like and also hurting herself, but also feeding other people's um, lustful desires, feeding them and then also creating a distrust in them because they're like, hmm. Well, if if I can get with people this easy, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the point of marriage? What's the point of like me being committed to somebody? If if everybody's giving away, you know, the the things that we carry in the ways that we walk, they always affect others. And that's why when God says, you know, love others, you know, as I, I as I loved you and love them as you love yourself. Um, that's saying like the things that you're putting out there have have consequences they have effects and if i if i show anger to somebody and i show um 
um, bring, you know, tearing down people, I'm, I'm tearing down myself as well. And I'm tearing down all everybody around me. So we just got to make sure when we're going through those things, when we're going through those situations that um, we're able to love the way God calls us to love and not the way the world says to love. Um, because um, sex isn't love and love, love, love isn't like love doesn't equal love. God is love. God showed us what love is and how to love others. Because if we go off, you know, our own thoughts and what we think is right and wrong, you know, just like even even the garden um, eating from the tree of good and knowledge, you know, that perception of like, OK, what is right and wrong in my own eyes? You know what I'm saying? Instead of what God has, the tree of life, taking from the tree of life, what God has set and the the relationship that, man, this is this this is that true love of um, that God wants to have us in. He wants us to wrap us in his goodness and want us to learn and walk into that instead of us trying to decide what's right and wrong for ourselves. And um, that's just something that's very, very, very powerful um, is forgiveness. And that's one thing that Jesus definitely wants people to be set from is holding those things. Um, um, anything on top of that, babe? Mm, no. We can go into your testimony now. Okay, so my testimony is um, I have not always been um, a genuine believer. Um, I have not always believed in Christ. There were times where I would try to pursue Christ. Um, there was a big chunk of my life that I was an atheist that I was just like, no, like, I can't believe all this stuff. And um, which that that darkness ended up consuming me, um, which actually brought me to a point of like uh, a series of lives leading up to like my suicide attempt. Um, there was a point in my life that um, I didn't I tried to fabricate so much. Um, and lied so much that I would just try to figure out ways like, man, if I can lie this way or lie this way, this will be a, a, a set up a way where I can just run away or I can just get out of this situation. Or like, and for me, it brought me to a point of like actually trying to commit suicide. And um, I, had, I had went through this this thing where I was like, you know what? I don't want my mom to mourn for me um, because of I committed suicide. So I was like, man, like I had this, and that's the way the devil um, tries to just manipulate our minds so much. And he, the crazy thing is devil don't even have that much power, but we give him the power because um, when we don't know the truth, when we're living blindly in the world, we're, we're blindly hurting people. We're blindly... Um, causing all types of chaos because we're, we're constantly still eating from that tree of um, good and evil and also trying to just figure out like, man, what what's right in our own eyes. And I was like, man, I like this world has no purpose. Like I'm like, I'm better out with 
without living anymore. So I was like, I had made this whole lie up about like me having cancer and like, you know, I'm dying and this everything. And I didn't have cancer, but I knew I was going to take my life. And I was like, man, if I if I can create this scheme and that's what the devil does, he creates manipulation and schemes. I was like, if I can create this scheme, this will be a way out for me to commit that suicide. So and within within that um, and. And that, I mean, there was so many people that I hurt in that process, relationships, everything because of the emptiness and just the, the darkness and the demons that I had. Like I had some demons um, in my life. Um, me and Steph both had demons in our life and Jesus set us free from that. And um, that's just something that I carried on like um, as a child, I was sexually abused. Um, I was forced to give like um, perform sexual acts and those things stuck with me that 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 stuck with me always trying to just want and just seeking a seeking approval and seeking like meaningfulness um, and just like. And it also started a path, a path of, you know, pornography addiction, sex addiction. Um, and going on into that and leading up to that and always trying to find my identity in relationships. And so that led me up to a point of just life, just full of chaos, hurting people, um, living selfishly, um, telling lies, um, and more and more depression as time went on. And, um, for me, one of the lines is when I lost, um, a a fiance, um, that ended up passing away and that sent me into even deeper depression, but I never, I always wanted to blame everybody else for, um, it was never me. It was always everybody else and it was never me. So I was always blaming others, um, for all the things that I did and all the things that I was going through and never looking at my own heart. Because I didn't realize how deceitful my heart was um, and that I needed a new heart. And that only comes through Jesus Christ. And when I was going through all this chaos and I was lying and I was just like, um, I was in relationships, but I would also be just like, like in bathrooms and everything, watching porn. And then also saying, like, I love you and I only have eyes for you but I have eyes for all these other different women. And I ended up getting, the more and more I watched, you know, pornography and those things, I ended up becoming addicted to variety. Like everything was like, like I have all these options and I need to find the right one. Like it's everybody else that's wrong. And like, I, I, I just have to have all these different options. Like, what if this happens? I need to have backup plans. I need to have all these different things. And um, and then also feeling insecure. You know what I'm saying? Because you're comparing yourself to, oh, all these people. And then you start, your identity becomes in sex. And then you're like, man, sex, sex is now my identity. And like, man, if there's no sex, then there's no love. And that's a lie from the enemy. Um that he, the devil tries to get us to think like, man, like, oh, like sex is love, like our identity, our sexual, like, man, like, 
none of that is love. God God shows us what what that love is, what that true love is um, in his words. And we're going to elaborate on that more and more as we go on into this, um, these many, many podcasts and YouTubes that are coming. But what I want to bridge back into, like go back into the point to my suicide. So all those things were just going on and just like, man, I'm done with this life. Um, I tried to find God many times, studied different other religions. Uh, and every religion had like a little bit of like, you know, good. And then something that was just so evil. And it's like, no, I can't. This is this isn't true. Um and when I started building that relationship with Jesus, that's what really set me free. Like, man, like everything, all the questions, all the answers, everything that I ever like dreamed of what God would be like, it was that and more. And um, it led up to that me before before giving my life to Christ. Um, I didn't have purpose. I didn't have meaning. Um there, there was life was just like, okay, I'm just like, I was really big into science. So I'm just like, man, I'm just an organism. Like when I die, I'll just go back to the grass. And maybe I'll come up, come back as a tree or something. And, um, and just, just, just going on like, man, like I'm just better off not living this way. Like I need a new life. And I was like, man, death, like killing myself is going to be the way I'm going to get that new life. And so I, you know, that brought me up to the point to like, you know, taking my own life and literally take like trying to take like, like me literally trying to take my own life um, and me literally dying, fighting for my life. And in that moment of me dying, trying to fight for my life, um, and I've tried it multiple times before. Like I've tried um, taking pills and stuff like that to overdose. But um, the final attempt was me smashing my head on the concrete um, and just falling back and smashing my head over and over again. And um, in that process of me, like, you know, doing that, like my body just went completely out. And I remember just being in this just just dark void in this city, all like all by myself. And God was just showing me everything that led up to that point, like the person I was, everything that just led up to that point. And it's crazy because like in that moment, God met me there in that moment. And this is why um, seeds are just so, so important Um, because I knew of God, like um, my mom was a believer um, and they plant my mom planted seeds in me when I was younger about God, but I never believed him. But it's like in that moment, I knew I need to call out the name of Jesus because what I've done, this is not what I actually wanted. Um, This is not what I actually wanted to do, but it was too late. Because I was thinking like, because I didn't believe in God. I thought, man, when I died, there was just going to be nothing. But there was there was a lot more that God was revealing to me in that moment. And I was like, man, like, I'm sorry, God, because God showed me and revealed like this is you that brought like you gave this power to the enemy that brought you down to this level. And I had to realize like, man, 
Like, it wasn't everybody else. It was me. And I need to deal with me. Like, how, how am I going to get free? And, like, how am I going to get back to the world of the living? Because right now, I'm, like, I'm in this middle phase trying to fight for my life. And I just started crying out to Jesus. I was like, Jesus, I'm sorry. Jesus, save me. Give me another chance. And it's crazy because I didn't believe in Jesus at, at first. Like, there's a difference. Like, I would try to do, like, God things. I would try to, like you know, do things post about God, but I never believed it in my heart. I would say it with my mouth, but I didn't believe it in my heart. And there's a difference um, when you really have that genuine like belief in Jesus and really get the relationship. And that's, that's what we're, we're pushing for is having that oneness. So you're not out there living blindly, um, just, just, just leaving a path, a path of chaos. And I screamed out to Jesus in that moment me fighting for my life and I woke up um in the in the hospital um and um they were telling me like everything that like had happened like I was in a relationship at the time and like the person I was with they seen everything that happened um and like it's crazy because like I had so many demons that were just not dealt with so many things that I just never released. And um, I remember in that moment, giving my, like, just like, okay, you know, Jesus, my Lord and Savior, this, that, and the other. Even when I got back to the hospital, like, he gave me the second chance. It was like, I still, even after that moment, I still didn't right away go to God's word, which is the Bible. Um, I didn't read God's word. I was just like, okay, God, you saved my life. I'm just going to just live life and try to be the best person I can. But I never dealt with those demons. God saved me for that second chance, but I still had work to do. Faith without works is dead. I still had to walk with, I still had to walk with Jesus. I still had to find a community of people that um, were pursuing God, were pursuing Jesus and I had to find find that and find that relationship because I went on this path of just going and going and going and trying to just like, you know, be the best person I could be. And that's the thing, like Jesus doesn't just make you a better person. He makes you a new creation. And that's the point I was missing. And when I started reading, when I finally got to a point where I was like, okay, like, I'm done, like, because I, the old patterns of the past kept coming back. Uh, I started lying again. I started, and I kept, I start seeing, man, if I don't really get to know who God is, I'm going to keep falling back because even though I know he's real, he's not my Lord and savior. Even though he saved me in that moment, I wasn't walking in that lifestyle of like, Jesus, you are it. You are my Lord and savior. And like creating that oneness with Christ, like Christ, you are me and my soul and my spirit are, 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 are together. And I am letting the spirit take over in every aspect of my life. I didn't have that connection because I denied God's word. I didn't want to read the God's word because I'm like, oh, I'm going to get judged. I'm going to feel even worse than what it is. But no, it brings deliverance. Um, and I, we highly recommend, right, babe? Mm-hmm. We highly recommend um, reading God's word. Um, I started in the New Testament um, and because I wanted to know about Jesus. Who is Jesus? 
So, you know, I read through the Gospels all the way to the book of Revelations. Um, I highly recommend starting there um, just so you could get the grasp of who Jesus is. Um, Old Testament is beautiful as well. Um, you get to learn the history of mankind, um, the story of the Israelites, Moses setting, the, um, setting them free from Egypt, um, the beginning, how everything started. And you get to see the patterns of mankind constantly turning their back on God and how God always trying to show mercy. Um, also, you see God's wrath because um, that that the thing about love, um, love comes with boundaries. Um, and that's something that we, we, you know, we as people don't understand that um, if a parent tells their kid, you know, not to do something that's going to hurt them, that doesn't mean they don't love them. Oh, like, oh, you should freely go and just like go touch the stove, go, go touch the stove for, for instance. While it's hot. Yeah, while it's hot. So it's like, why, why would it doesn't mean they don't love them because they're like, oh, I'm not giving you freedom. God wants us to have freedom, but freedom with safe boundaries, with actual love involved in it because he wants a relationship with us. Um, and you get to see that when you're reading through the, um, the, you know, the, the old, you know, the old, um, the old Testament and the new Testament is, you know, the life of Jesus, um, how we're supposed to live now. Um, because some of the things, for example, we don't sacrifice lambs anymore. Jesus, you know, he, he was the ultimate sacrifice when Jesus, when God sent his son to die on the cross for our sins, like that was the ultimate sacrifice. There was nothing, there was nothing more. It was finished. It was done. We were, we're anybody that, you know, professes with their mouth and believes in their heart that Jesus Christ died and resurrected from the dead, um, will be saved. If you believe that in your heart, you will be saved. And that what it's going to do is going to, um, and then you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit, which is what Jesus has, you know, left for us. And that, that, that that spirit, because God is spirit, um, lives in us. We don't need a church building. We don't need um, anything like we can freely worship no matter where we are, because um, the body is the temple. Um, so like, yes, it's awesome. Like church is good. It's good to be around um, a body of believers because we're all part of that body of Christ. Um, no matter like what, you know, people may want to come up with all different type of denominations and doctrines and all those type of things. But in the book of Acts, like the body of Christ was the body of Christ. There was no type of different denominations or anything. It was just the body of Christ. So we got to make sure as we're walking in that, um, that um, we don't, you know, just start just condemning our brothers and sisters just because they have certain different views of us. They're still part of the body of Christ. We still got to love them where they're at because everybody on this walk is growing and learning things for themselves um, as they and the Holy Spirit is going to work into each person that comes to Christ. So we just have to trust in the Holy Spirit that it, it's going to it's going to reach them. And we just send encouragement and love and build up the body of Christ, no matter if somebody's you know, in, in a whole different country and they have these like, you know, certain things and different ways how we should follow Christ. And even though it's all there in the word, like if you got the word, you got everything you need right there. And also like, you know, if you believe in your heart, even if you didn't even have the word, but you're able to profess Jesus Christ as Lord, um, the Holy Spirit will work in you. 
but God's word will, man, it will break chains in your life where you'll really have that life that's more abundantly, what it talks about. Um, so as we're, um, as I got to that point, I was like, man, when I start reading God's word, that's what really set me free, filling my heart with God's word. And it protected me from the devil trying to pull me back. And it's the thing is, once you give your life to Christ, it's not like the devil can take your salvation away. No, you're saved, but he can still get you to try to use you to harm others and stop others from getting saved. That's why when we walk this walk, this walk, we don't want to cause in our brothers and some um, brothers and sisters to stumble. We want to encourage them and build them up and do everything in our um in our possibility and let God, you know, use us. We become living sacrifices just as Jesus sacrificed himself on the cross. We become the sacrifices. We become the salt of the world where we're, we're, we're preserving um, the world with our love and with our kindness and with everything that Jesus was. Um, but yeah, leading up to that point, there was just so much chaos. Um, I, I ended up getting married too. This is my this is both of our second marriages, and when I got married, because I got married like um, a few moments, uh, I got married after I had that that crazy suicide attempt. Uh, I later after that uh, after the suicide attempt, I ended up getting married later. And I, I felt like I was at a better place. Um, but I still, that marriage wasn't a God-centered marriage. Um, because I, first of all, I didn't even know what marriage was. Um, how marriage is like a, a gift from God to advance his kingdom is for his glory. Not for our own glory, but because it, it, it's, it's easier for us to serve God when we're single. It's easier for us to give God our undivided attention when we don't have um, we're not thinking about like, oh, what what my wife or what my my husband or per se. Um, we're able to, you know, we don't have to answer to anybody. But when we're just focusing on Christ, we're just like, OK, God says move. I can move. Like if God tells me something. I got to make sure I check with my wife. I got to be like, babe, um, God's showing me this, you know, I'm, I'm reading his word. My heart is moved in this direction. I got to make sure because we're one now. So I got to go through my wife and I got to make sure everything is right because but our both of our hearts are set on Christ. Like I have to make sure I like my eyes is on God more than my eyes is on my wife. I got to make sure I love God more than I love my wife and the same vice versa. She has to make sure that she loves God more than she loves me. Because if it ever gets to a point where we're loving each other more than we love God, then as soon as she falls and stumbles, I'm falling with her. But if we're both following our Heavenly Father, we will never fall. We will never stumble. We will never, you know, you know, see decay because where our eyes are set on um, the Father um, and he will always restore us. He'll always restore our relationship and restore our love. And we'll have a perfect love because our love is not failing because God never fails. And our eyes are set on him. But when our eyes start just setting on ourselves and we start throwing God out of the relationship, it's going to crumble. And that's what happened in my last marriage. Um, there was no, no, God was not the center. It was like, man, I love this person. And then as soon as stuff starts going to fan, I was still struggling with porn addiction back then. 
because I never fully surrendered. And that ended up in the divorce. Um, it ended up in just so much chaos. Um, and um, I was selfish in that relationship. Um, there is just there is many areas in my life that was just did not reflect Christ. Um, and eventually, like that was just like the last that was the last straw for me. I was like, I need to get plugged in to a body of believers, and I really need to start reading God's word because I'm missing something. Because I gave my like, you know, I know Jesus saved me for a reason in that hospital room. I know this isn't it. I know there's more. And God showed me that um, when I really start reading his word um, and started not just reading it because we but can living it. but living it. Yes, babe. Um, living the word. Um, that's where you see your real transformation. When you start being obedient to your heavenly father, just like a child being um, obedient to their dad. Man, you're you're being a good child of your dad. Your dad's just gonna want to do amazing things. Like, man, I ain't even asked my son to take out the trash, and he just went and took out the trash. Like, um, it's just a beautiful thing. So we just want to make sure as we're going into that into that that walk that we're doing things for God, not just because like oh like we're scared of Him, but we're in a relationship and we love Him. Because it's not a fear relationship. Like when it says like, you know, fear the Lord, but it's having a righteous fear of respect. I respect my, like just like a, a kid should, you know, respect their dad. You know what I'm saying? Especially a loving dad um, that's submitted underneath God, but a, a dad that's loving them. And, you know, you know the kid's going to have respect. Man, my dad, you know, goes to work. He, he works hard for the family. Um, like I love my dad. I love how much he loves me. Like I just want to just honor him and just make sure like everything I'm doing is to, to please him and uplift him. And that's how it is for our heavenly father, um, having that relationship with him. Um, but that, that's what this forever 1221 is about is creating that oneness, creating like that same oneness that like a husband and wife have in a, in, in a marriage, that same level of intimacy is the same intimacy that God wants with us. So um, that's, that's, that's what this is all about. Um, we're going to be sending all types of just videos about just building up the um, body of Christ, ways to get closer to Christ, how to walk out this life. Um, but this is just the introduction, um, a little bit of our testimonies. Um, anything else you want to say, babe? Mm-mm. Um, babe's a little quiet. Um, she'll open up more on that other episodes, but um, yeah, Jesus did miracles in our lives. Um, I thank you guys for taking the time to like check it out. Um, this is not for our own glory. Um, we are just at awe of what God has done in our lives. We're so thankful for what he's done. Um, and we would, we would love for everybody to have the peace of Jesus, to have the deliverance that Jesus brings, to, to have the freedom um, that Jesus brings. And w that's what our lives is for. God didn't save us to, for us to go live in sin continuously. But God saved us that we can see our brothers and sisters and love them the way that he has loved us. So we are just spreading that love. 
we're help, we our goal is to be set on just bringing people closer to Christ. Anything you want to add to that? No. I'm tired. <laughs> I love you, baby. All right. Peace. Peace and blessings. All love.